Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, the early break show sponsored by Gain and Trucking. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Call or text 402-464-5685. However, this hour is sponsored by Trek CBD, which has a new name coming soon. Mike Schaefer. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, we'll get to that. We, I, I'm, it's not official yet, so we'll get to that when, when it's official. Okay. But Mike Schaefer is here, 24-7 Sports. Hello, Schaefer. Hello. How are you today? I am. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How's everybody doing? Thank you, Shafe. Good. We're doing fine. Did you watch uh, the no hitter last night? I did not. I like knew that it was going on. I was aware of its existence. Um, I had other stuff going, and then it was like five nothing mm-hmm. by the time I could have really thrown it on, and I just decided to take slider for like a forty five minute walk. Very cool. Whoa, that's smart. That's you better took slider decision. for a forty five minute walk. Yeah, it, he needed it. I needed it. Everyone needed it. That's so a good deal was, for the uh, dog. Yeah, I mean, he was he was thrilled. He kept thinking we were going to turn back and head home. And was he frolicking? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, not any more than a dog normally does on a walk. Frolicking isn't really how you describe a dog walking. Darting, they dart from We've spot to dart. spot. They do dart. We've had this yeah. conversation a lot on this show, with this segment. But the, the frolicking, frolicking. Yeah, I would say that dogs frolic. There's a fair amount of listeners that <coughs> might have just given up on you, based on that. That's commentary pretty standard walking, in general, but. They come back. Forty-five yeah, minutes is a good walk. Yeah, yeah, it really was. It was needed. That was, and that was idle chit chat. Yes, <laughs> it was sponsored. Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care right. here in Lincoln. Right. <laughs> what an incredible transition. <laughs> but we're good. Well, no, we, we have we have idle chit chat every day in the show. I love it. It's wonderful. <sighs> well, Schaefer, we are two days away from a football game. Nebraska plays Minnesota. The lines up to sixteen oh, in what, favor what? of Minnesota. What do you make of that? Well, they probably don't know how many quarterbacks have practiced or if quarterbacks have practiced at all, and then they might get inserted into game situations after not practicing. Uh Uh-oh, 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 yeah. So, uh, no, I mean, jokes aside, like, I think that's a ridiculously high line because it just feels like this has the potential of being a real Big Ten West football game where a lot of field position. Uh, Honestly, Nebraska's defense played fine last Saturday. Like, if they weren't put in poor situations repeatedly, right. Illinois doesn't score as many points as they do. Yeah. Um, 26 isn't even right. unwieldy, really. And then, right, and then you, you throw in that if Nebraska had an actual offense in the second half, it probably changes what that looks like, too. So, um, I just, I'm a little skeptical that Minnesota is just going to come in and run all over Nebraska and do stuff that Illinois didn't really do. Um, I think Illinois is a better version of what Minnesota is. But if Nebraska has no offense, and in the second half on Saturday, they had no offense. Yeah, I think they had – did they get 34 yards in the second half? Was that the number? 20 plays, 34 yards well, or something 15 like that. Well, they had 15 yards I know that. I thought it was 26 yards. Okay, whatever. It, it terrible, was, yeah. terrible regardless. Yeah. I mean, so – and they ran – they ran twenty plays. Like it was twenty it was, plays. Yeah, it was a horrible performance. Like there's 
There's no sugarcoating of it for a Power 5 football team. And I understand Illinois has a good defense. That is a bad. Like, they had, what, <laughs> one first down, two first downs? And Three first downs, but one was by penalty. Yeah. For sure, one was I, by I penalty. I mean, you got the ball inside their 30 off of a gift fumble and did nothing with it besides throw a pick. Yeah, I mean, I leaned over to Brunts before the first down play and <clears> joked <throat> that they should kick the field goal so they leave with points. And, well. <laughs> he might have been right. Yeah. Sadly. I still See, don't know who he was throwing to on that play. Yeah. I don't uh, think he knows who he was throwing yeah. to. I, okay. I have a lot of, like, I don't fully understand how it happens of which you're coming off of a bye week. Your backup quarterback doesn't practice for two days, mm. like leading into that game, and then you put him in. Like it just, it it seems like you're setting up Chubba Purdy for failure doing that, and then you let him languish out. Like it, even the explanations that came here this week seem more baffling than what we watched on Saturday. Explanations, what we explanations. Yeah. Didn't practice because he was hurt. Now he's fine. Now he's healthy somehow. Yeah. Looked into his eyes on Saturday and saw that he was healthy. Like I, I, I saw he was re- He thought he was ready. Which of course, now Chubb is going to say he's ready. Most quarterbacks. Yes. What quarterback is going to well, look at his? Especially when you're waiting for your opportunity, and this is guaranteed at least two quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not many. Not many athletes are going to be confronted by their coach in that situation and say, "No, I don't want to play." Right. I mean, of course, he's going to say he's going to play. Most I've no. Now I know one. We can talk about off air um, that turned down the chance and it caused a lot of problems back in the day. But uh, yeah, yeah. This the Whipple's appearance yesterday. I thought what he did was go to the podium and say, "I'm going to make this so confusing that Minnesota's not going to know what's going to happen at quarterback." Yeah, and maybe maybe Thompson's going to play. He leaves open a possibility that Casey Casey Thompson will play. Then he says, "I told Chuba on Sunday, be ready. You're probably going to start against Minnesota." But by the way. Uh, they're splitting reps. Logan Smothers and Chubb are splitting reps in practice. Like, yeah, I think he he just said, "All right, I'm going to thoroughly confuse everybody." And maybe that's a strategy, but I guess the retort to that would be like, maybe don't play 3D chess when you can't win a game of checkers. Yeah. Like, just go win a freaking football game. Like, why does this <laughs> yeah. program have this weird? If that's the idea, and I don't mm-hmm. know that it is, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be the first time, and certainly not in recent history, that they've just made things weirdly difficult or tried to do high-level thinking when really all you need to do is show up Saturday and play a football mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But yeah. it's I, it's complicated by humans. I mean, Purdy is is Whipple's hand-picked guy. Sure. As is, well, Casey. Um, Logan Smothers is not. Right, and I, I understand that to an extent – but you didn't have to see much on Saturday to know that he didn't have it. Oh, God, yeah. No. And yet they continued to right. to play with him. Right. So, I, I don't know. You know, sometimes you let a guy, like, work through his struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, a pitcher's on the mound, he has a bad first inning. You're not necessarily just going to the bullpen. Mm-hmm. But in a consequential game, yeah, you went to Logan Smothers to start with. Like, it's just a weird – everything about it is weird. Well, that's why I said, I mean, it, it it was strange that Chubba just did nothing and you still went the entire half with him. Like, yeah. Logan Smothers didn't do much when he had his one series in the first half, but it was one series. Sure. And he was just thrown in there. And, the, and I, at this point, Logan Smothers has a plus attribute that 
Chubba Purdy does not. And so I guess if I'm just looking Which for is, someone who can – he has the ability to run. Right. He can with, make things happen with, with his a legs. bad offensive line. That's yeah. kind of important to have. Well, and, and on top of it, it's at least something. I You know, we've seen Chubba five times this year. At no point has he looked good. No. His best performance in 2022 was a spring game. Spring game. No tackling. Or and the fourth quarter against Oklahoma where the game was a blowout. And he well, just, and he didn't, he didn't he just gets back against Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was when I was like, wow, this guy looks real skittish for someone who started Skittish is a good word. Now, here's a, now I'm going to defend him a little bit. Remember, in the spring, he only practiced three times, the, three times leading to the spring game. So he hasn't had many. He hasn't had many physical reps at Nebraska. Sure. And then, and then we learn. And I, we don't know. I, we learn a little. We don't know a lot. But there's a rep issue there, according to Mickey, that he's not getting enough reps in practice. So you're you, you he's. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Kind of goes back to what you said. You've sort of, it looks like you've sort of set him up to fail to a certain extent by yeah. putting him in, in that game against Illinois and watching him struggle and keeping him in that situation. So he hasn't, I don't know, he hasn't had a lot of physical reps here is, is so the- one issue. The rep thing is sort of interesting because, I mean, don't you try to do like a 75-25 or something? I, mean, I, I understand know. a third and fourth string quarterback not getting reps. Mm-hmm. I do understand that. Mm-hmm. Normally your backup gets some level of – Well, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Now, Mickey, again, it's all – it hasn't been clarified very well. well. Right, because everything feels like it's just being talked over each other mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not like – sometimes it doesn't even feel like they're talking about the same thing. But mm-hmm. – uh, We'll have another opportunity with Mickey today. And, and ultimately, the, the I don't need to know going into that game who the starting quarterback is. Like, that doesn't change much of what Nebraska has to do, which is protect the ball, play good defense, win field position <clears throat> battles, probably have to make a play on special teams or on defense. There's one thing, Schaefer, you're leaving out. You're probably got, no, you're probably going to have to make some downfield throws. Probably. And that's I – don't, I don't see Purdy or, Purdy or Smothers – that's not either well, of their strength. And I don't know if either of you have taken a gander at the weather, but it doesn't exactly. Uh, the rain has appeared to disappear. Now. Okay. All right. Friday. So going into yesterday, yeah. it at, looked at, like Saturday was going to be crap. Friday's rain, Saturday like, says sunny and 58. Now. Yeah, that's so good. So I, right. I think rain is not a factor anymore. Sylvia yeah. was trying to tell me there was potential snow showers. On the other Saturday. thing, you know, Smothers. So I don't know where she I think was we're clear that. looking. I, I always have to add this in with Smothers. Smothers' numbers passing against Iowa last year in his start were good. He was 16 of 22 for 198. He, he had a couple where – even last year he had a couple throws over 35 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he has the strongest arm, but it's not like Casey or Chuba have a huge arm either. Right. Um, I, I'm just looking for this as a – you need to put someone out there who's not going to demoralize your own team. Right. I mean, I can't imagine being Anthony Grant in the second half of, of Saturday. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine being the offensive line or, you know, God forbid, being Trey Palmer mm-hmm. on Saturday. Like, there's a couple times he's wide open. They mm-hmm. couldn't get him the couldn't ball. Get him ball. Well, and some of that's protection issues, too. 
Raff has talked about that, that he sits in the north end zone, and he did see – he now this – defending Whipple a little bit, he did see a lot of routes open up, and then there's just no time. Sure. So they have – there's significant yeah, I mean, issues. We, know, we all know there's significant issues on offense. They're offense. a flawed team, mm-hmm. potentially a heavily flawed team. Mm-hmm. And the best way they have to beat you got taken out the door when Casey Thompson got hurt. Downfield. Yeah. But, I mean, I've always mm-hmm. – I've been saying for weeks to Jake, they're – they just got to scrap and scrap and scrap and scrap and hope Casey hits a few downfield throws. Yep. Well, that's, and I, they gave themselves an opportunity they scrapped. in that game against Illinois. They I scrapped. Mean, Defense scrapped. They played scrapped. well, and then it fell apart. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the problem here is that we all knew this season that there's going to be a strong chance at some point that Casey got knocked out of the Well, I think at any game, point. Right? I mean, every game he's been on the ground for you know, a time or two. Nebraska's had – I mean, Tanner Lee – started every game that's the only year in the last what seven that that's true is that right uh 2016 armstrong with the head hamstring yeah blew out his yeah, hamstring uh, 2015 i think tommy started every game so yeah. you have two years in that stretch where you've had someone start every game for you uh and i i don't think that that's like a nebraska thing i think that's just college football yeah. like you gotta have you gotta have one and a half quarterbacks ready to go at all times because the chances of getting your one through a game anymore isn't that high. I mean, you're, you're you know, so you, you got to have somebody ready to go. Um, so, I, and coming in, like, it felt like Nebraska had a pretty deep quarterback bench for once. You had a guy that, that started a game for you in Logan Smothers that was hanging around that offers kind of a unique sub package. And that when back when Scott Frost was the head coach was someone that you kind of wondered <coughs> if he wouldn't go to as his backup quarterback. Uh, because of what he could do with that offense. And then, you know, Chubba Purdy had started games before for Florida State. And so you just you felt better about this situation than maybe you did the year before and certainly, um, you know, before that. So it's a, it's just odd that it's as bad as it's looked, in my opinion. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, there's some parts of football that are confusing to me. We're talking about, you know, guys down the depth chart like Torres and Heinrich Harburg. It appears to me they get virtually no reps. It would seem that way, right? How how can you be how, how do you be prepared? Well, for somebody how do you get team? how do you get how do you how develop? Do you so they're prepared. not getting any reps at all because they're running scout team. I don't know who runs their scout team at quarterback. Well, Masker for is it Masker? Well, perhaps and Cynic. Because then yeah. what is what is Harburg and Torres doing? Right. Today? I don't know. Those are the questions I. That's wish why we you knew. don't want. You know, I mean, coaches don't want generally six scholarship quarterbacks right. or even five you may stand around. because you don't you know you can't guarantee them work and i understand that mm-hmm. but it's also i don't know how those guys develop either no and this notion of i get now listen i i was 19 once and if you're at practice and they're saying you know the number one guy's going to take 90 percent of the reps mental you, reps you got to you got to take mental reps sip so just stay engaged Okay, yeah, I will nod my head and say, okay, I'll stay engaged. Will I stay engaged? I don't know. Probably not. Some days. Some, sometimes, some days, yes. Some days, yeah. Right. Yeah, but if, but if I got, you know, you know, who knows what's going on in a kid's life. I, I, I might stay engaged and I might not. Right. And, 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 and I'm no different than anybody else. Right. Just distractions, yeah. right? Just yeah. on this specific issue. <laughs> yeah. uh, Spe- speaking, right. speaking of distractions, Schaefer, uh, Mickey Joseph was mentioned as a candidate within the Arizona State speaking coaching distraction. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious, you know, the 
in your opinion, the validity of that being a, an actual possibility for him being a candidate there? And what does that do with Nebraska and Mickey Joseph? I don't think it changes anything for Nebraska. I mean, they they have to do their thing and not worry about whatever Arizona State's doing, and Arizona State might just be cast in a wide net and looked at Mickey Joseph as an intriguing guy that might be worth having a conversation with, but who knows where he falls on the actual board. I mean, so um, I'm not surprised that he's earned some attention for what he did particularly early on, stabilizing Nebraska a little bit, but... I don't look as him as a serious candidate for this job, but maybe he is. I don't know. The interesting- uh, we're in that point of the year. It's November. It's it's float season. Yep, it is float. Agents season. float. I I I find it fascinating to read about Arizona's state situation and how similar it is to Nebraska's. They have an interim coach, Sean Aguano, who's popular with the fan base, who they want to get to six wins, so he would have a chance to keep the job. He's he's a lot a lot of the identify a lot of the or the trait that people like is he's a good recruiter mm-hmm. and he has a chance to keep the roster together. Um, it's all very it, it, like you read it, you're like, oh, this is very either very cliche or it's just happenstance that it's very like Nebraska, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting job opening too because it feels like the right person could have a lot of success. <laughs> well, maybe I. I mean, me and Jake were saying yesterday, the job, I don't know how attractive it is because... Recruiting violations. Yeah, the know. NCAA... Right. I mean, you're, you're the NCAA is about spot. to come in. The AD's on shaky ground, and the Pac-12's on shaky ground. Yeah. I I get what you're saying. I don't know, though. I See, that's why I think it's, someone like Mickey, you know, not not a big name, might get that job. Yeah. yeah. You know. it's, it's a definite possibility. Yeah. Um, I'm. I would be very curious what their options would be if the Pac-12 ceases to exist. Uh, yeah, right. Because I. I think they're a natural fit for the Big Twelve at yes. that point. So I. I think they have a pretty soft landing spot if, if they need. Yeah, it. yeah. They would. And then be. if the Big Twelve keeps adding some of these teams, like they're gonna stay relevant. Yeah, the Big Twelve seems Which, like. I think we might have put their uh, eulogy out in the ether a little bit early. Yeah. Because they. They seem more stable than certainly the Pac-12 and, dare I say, even the ACC to an extent. Yeah, I don't know if I go so far as to say the ACC. I, I mean, that one's out. more long-range, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Big 12 seems okay right now. Yeah, it does. It's on somewhat good ground. Yeah, somewhat good ground. Yeah. Good TV rights deal or better-than-expected TV rights deal. Uh, interesting teams that are coming in to replace Oklahoma and Texas and Oklahoma fading a little bit. Yeah. And, Texas you know. just kind of being what they have been. Yeah. Both join the SEC never to be heard from again. We never got to the basketball topic. Should we wait till the I next hour? I, I look at your computer yeah. and I see yeah, that you have the maybe roster we'll do that. Up. Maybe we'll do that next. Why don't you preview it? Okay. Well, when, when we come back with Mike Schaefer, yes. there, there is a ranking by SI.com, Sports Illustrated, of one through, I think, 367 okay. of Division One basketball teams for this upcoming season. This, this is a rare case, I would say, where Nebraska is overranked. <laughs> where they're at is not good. Let's go with that. But okay. yeah. Zip believes Nebraska might even be overranked by where they're at. We'll discuss that. We'll give you where they're at, Schaefer. Oh, have a guess. You guys can tell us if they're properly ranked or not. Next, an early break in the ticket.